Hi, it's Dave here and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. You're listening to the cinema aisle where we walk to the movies and we see a movie and then we walk home from the <laughs> movies. Today we're walking to a little cinema called Our House. Uh, it's a small independent chain uh, which exclusively streams subscription content to our TV. Um, today we're going to watch what is apparently the most biggest opening for a Netflix movie ever or something 30 million people have watched this movie in three days according to Netflix which is one of those funny things it's like uh, who do you, it's like no one can verify what Netflix say like, yeah, I know. the emperor's new clothes like I bet a million people at most have seen this movie but they're claiming it's beaten Bird Box which was their highest one um, or, or, but not in total downloads, I think, but a bigger opening than Bird Box. But we love this stuff because basically, when this happens with Netflix, it's an excuse for us not to go to the cinema and just watch a movie at home. Um, and so, this movie, I don't know anything about it except that it stars Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. So, it's one of those Adam Sandler movies Netflix famously commissioned a ton of them. Um, and it started rolling the trailer when I turned on Netflix and I saw that Jennifer Aniston was reading a murder mystery book, and I was like, sold. <laughs> I'm into it. I'll Wait, that, it. that's what tipped you off that it was about a murder mystery? Oh, I just like, I love murder mysteries and I love like rom-com adventures, which is what I think this movie is. Like, rom-com adventures? Yeah, like, you know, that, that genre that was huge in the 90s that we never see anymore. Oh, the genre of rom-com adventures. Yeah, and Jennifer Aniston, I'm a huge fan of hers and I'm actually a really big Adam Sandler fan as well. Like, I think they're both really good actors. They're just... They pick often pick really bad projects to attach themselves to. Yes, which have obviously and, and which have often also been completely developed and produced by Adam Sandler. I know, like it's but like I can think of some really good movies they both been in. Like Jennifer Aniston. Okay, I know it was a long time ago now, but she was in The Good Girl. She was in another movie called Friends with Money, which is really good. She was. I watched a short that she directed once, which I thought was really good. She just has attached herself to more bad projects than good. Um, These are Adam Sandler has been in some. We watched a brilliant movie with him. The Myrowitz stories the last year was very yeah, good. Like he's, he's a good dramatic actor. Oh, he's a wonderful dramatic actor. But he's also shite as well. Well, I actually think, um, looking back at his career, he's a very funny guy as well. He's definitely like his stand-up's very funny. His um, he's written a lot of like quirky weird original songs I think on the ukulele that was back his shtick back in the day so I'm um, also excited to see them both but don't forget like the early Adam Sandler stuff like when he was at his peak in the 90s was had a huge audience and it was um, well, really funny well clearly Netflix commissioned movies by algorithm it just kind of got war- like I think I don't know what happened it's a similar it's an interesting um, trajectory and I think Mike Myers um, went through a similar phase you know when he was maybe it's tastes change and their their styling doesn't but like when you think of like Austin Powers and Wayne's World and then you go to the guru and he's trying to do the same the love guru or whatever it was and he's trying to do the same shtick but nobody's buying it anymore Jim Carrey had a similar trajectory so it's difficult for these people to try and reinvent themselves in many ways but that's why Um, they should just pick projects that they haven't written and produced because someone else can write the good stuff you just have to act in it like but so they're constantly trying to be these like auteurs or whatever they're trying to be and like like just let like Mike Myers could just be in a good movie he doesn't need to make his own shite you know what I mean but he, but here's the question right who's doing away from Mike Myers and back to Adam Sandler who's doing life right 
us <laughs> who says no you should do more like interesting dramatic roles because you're capable of it or Adam Sandler who's been commissioned by Netflix for hundreds of millions of dollars to create content until the end of time that apparently is breaking records all around the world and he gets to make whatever he wants with all of his friends and travel all over the world oh he's doing it right like those, those grown up movies him. are literally just like him having a movies. holiday with his friends the grown up have you movies, seen them I've, I've seen, never actually yeah. seen them well I've seen fair. one grown up movie I don't know if there's a oh, really? franchise um, but yeah the one I saw was really really heinous it just looks just, just looks stupid but this like to their credit they've picked a really good genre that like we know and we've talked about it a lot on this podcast that like Netflix is the home of rom-coms and teen movies at the moment and rom-com no yeah, rom-com adventure movies, which I love. And Jennifer Aniston is the queen of rom-coms. She's amazing. She? She's never really been in a good one, but she's been in lots of them. So how is she the queen? <laughs> how can you be the, the queen if you're not if you haven't done anything? If you're good. talking quantity, not quality. She hasn't she's been beaten Julia Roberts. She oh, unless she's literally inherited it, <laughs> like like queens um, do. And I'm sure I've seen them in a movie together before. And yes, was it uh, Long Came Polly? Um, or is that Ben Stiller? That was Ben Stiller. Anyway, I'm sure I've seen her. All right, let's look this up on, uh, when we're not live on together. the podcast. But um, but I like them both, and honestly, I They're, just love their. I love when Netflix do release a movie like this because it's just fun to sit at home and watch a movie that like other people are going to watch. And I'm presuming there's going to be some. I hope there's some laughter in it. You there. said the same thing about Bird Box, which was it's such a waste of my time and I'm fear. I fear that it was the same thing's going to happen here. However, I'm a lot more optimistic here because. I, I have no expectations for this and I actually do like Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston and I think they'll be quite um, enjoyable mysteries. together and murder mysteries are fun murder mysteries. So, like, I'm, my favourite TV show was Murder She Wrote I, this movie has to do very little to please me yeah. right now whereas I'm really Bird tired Box, this evening so I just want to sit down and have fun with the movie and I saw that it's only an hour and a half so like massive tick perfect right well, um, and interestingly though to Netflix we're saying they could be lying about box office numbers who knows but we have this very common They're not friend. lying, let's face it. Well, They're probably yeah. not. Basically, how our podcast episodes go in terms of downloads, it's always the bigger the box office, the more downloads, which makes sense, right? Because the more people have seen the movie, the more people will listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. And Bird Box is one of our highest episodes. Oh! Netflix ain't lying! So you think that we are the only independent adjudicators to, so. to keep Netflix in check? So we got this. <laughs> the best movies we go to, the small independent ones. Sadly, no one listens to the review. Um, okay, so we're off to watch... Murder mystery. Bye. Bye. Did you ever fool around on a boat? I just lay here and the boat does all the work. It's been a murder! Should we pull it up? No, it's a foot long now. Will you listen to my husband? He's a detective. I'll put it back. Don't put it back. My name is Inspector Laurent Delacroix. I will now summon you for questioning. Why is that smoke ring so good? How did he do that? Did you notice anything out of the ordinary? There are many things. But we didn't do this. Someone's trying to frame us. We do things together, so can we please just figure this out? It's just like death in the library. What happens in death in the library? They died. That's why it's called death in the library. Right, we're back. We saw murder mystery. As always, no spoilers yet. If you care about who done the murder mystery <laughs> no spoilers to spoiler street so it's actually the next day we're out for a walk with our long suffering child who wants to go to the park but we're forcing him to listen to this review while we push the <laughs> well we are going to the park <laughs> eventually let's just say that's the it's ultimate the long road. destination the here. long road 
Um, it's a park mile. Yeah, it's a city park. park. Uh, no, doesn't work. But yeah, so I'll qualify what I'm about to say with. Um, in the wider scheme of things, this isn't a great movie, and it will not go down as a classic of any genre. <laughs> However, especially not rom-com adventure. No. However, I really enjoyed watching it. It was like, it feels like it's a movie that is made for watching at home. Like I think if I gone to pay to see it in the cinema I'd have been annoyed and thought oh it was God, yeah. a bit rubbish but because it was just lovely like an hour and a half on a Saturday night at home when you've nothing else to do I do really like both of the actors as I said it made me laugh I really enjoyed the murder mystery setup and how like camp a lot of it was I thought the supporting cast were really unexpected um, it was a really good supporting cast I enjoyed the settings it was fun like it wasn't amazing but it was fun and actually it was exactly what I wanted to watch last night so I really recommend it as just sit down and have a bit of a laugh and don't take it too seriously kind of movie yeah it's, pre- it's pretty good it's okay it gets better like, as it goes on certainly when it started I think the uh, first 10 or 15 minutes of this I wanted to claw my own eyes out <laughs> and I regretted I had such such regret such sweet regret for sitting down and committing it an hour and, and a half. And you suggested it. I know. He was the one who said, hey, have you heard this movie is like the biggest Netflix movie ever, which I hadn't. Um, but so you yeah. just got to know, like, what, what is it? I, but I wonder, is it just... Because apparently I've read more on this. Like, apparently a Netflix view, they're saying counts as... They've watched 70% of the movie. Well, that's a lot. So that is high. Like, yeah. what's... What, so, but actually, as the movie goes on, it, you, I, got, I definitely got caught up with it. Um, I was interested enough that it... Kept me with it. Like I, I cared who done it. Yeah, I yeah. was interested in the murder mystery. It's it's kind of deliberately silly. Um, it's not particularly clever, but it's, cl- it's sufficiently clever. It's clever enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I was thinking, I'm going to recommend this to people to watch. Like I really am. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a total like if somebody asked me, oh, we're like just looking for something to watch is this any good I'd be like it's a yeah it's fine I think it's good for a couple to watch actually I think it's a fun movie for a couple to watch together not yeah, that you have look- to be in a couple to watch it but I do think it's it's one that we both enjoyed pretty much equally it wasn't like leaning towards me which can happen a lot with these kind of movies it's the yeah I think it's the, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston are very good together yeah they're, ver- they're playing um they're playing a very comfortable couple. They feel... I believed them as a couple. I believe that they'd been together for 15 years. They have a very uh, natural sort of rapport and light comedic banter. I think they work well together. Um, and I think Adam Sandler, I prefer him when he's doing this sort of uh, laid-back, average, schmo yeah. uh, role. He's more downbeat in this movie. Than, than the over-the-top water boy sort of... Yeah. Squeaky voice. Yeah. yeah Adam Sandler I much thing, prefer which him I don't in this. Quite enjoy. And she's kind of just doing what she does best. Basically, you kind of feel like being herself, really. Um, and they really had equal billing. They, yes. It was both. And it, oh, I watched the trailer afterwards on Netflix out of interest. Okay, don't ever watch a Netflix trailer if you haven't seen a movie because it gave away the, whole the entire movie. But it was like Aniston. Uh, Sa- God, I've forgotten his surname. Sand- Sandler. <laughs> Sandler, Anison, and I was like, how cool that you can be called your surname. I can but dream. Yeah. Like, that's I, I amazing. Think, like, they're huge movie stars. Like, they I must think, have been paid so much money to do this, and they must have shot it in a month at most. Not even. But it looks like... I was expecting this to look a bit cheaper as well. It looks like they actually shot this on location in, um, in Milan, possibly Monaco, or at least they very cleverly 
picked uh, maybe one European city. Yeah, and, they shot some of it in Europe for sure. Some of, some of the location shots uh, looked like they were on location in Europe. Well, it's like um, that movie Couples Retreat. Like, Adam Sander won't do this shit unless he gets a good holiday out yeah, of it. Like, exactly. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Like, And then we've got Luke Evans in it, who I think is my current favourite actor. He's always great. Um, you'd, you'd Gemma Anderton. Who else Gemma is Arterton. it? Gemma Arterton. Gemma yeah, Arterton. Yeah. Briefly David Williams. Um, yeah, there was loads of people. So, yeah, anyway. Let's talk about them a bit more in, in we'll Spoiler, spoiler Street. Street. Yeah, I think um, we should just get to Spoiler Street. Okay, let's just go there. But they th- before, actually, I know I just said that, but before we get to Spoiler Street, I really enjoyed the setting of the murder of the murder mystery and how hammy it was. I think if you are going to do it, you yeah. should go this hammy. It's deliberately playing with the conventions of the murder mystery. Yeah. And even, you know, you alluded to it in the start, it has Jennifer Aniston reading murder mystery novels, so it's very much tipping its hat to that kind of stuff. There's an Orient Express reference in here, things like that. Yeah. But uh, thank you. Um, but is it? Does it do anything? You know, particularly clever or no. meta with those conventions? No. But it's like, but it's throw. It's serving those very comfortable um, conventions back to you, and then maybe just acknowledging them slightly. Which you know what is enough. And I think that's the thing with this movie. It's enough. Like I think they did enough to. They made it work. To make this, yeah, yeah, to make this work at a sort of minimum level of entertainment. And it is such a popular genre because, I mean, obviously we know that, like, in terms of, like, episodic TV, the biggest TV shows in the world are, like, NCIS and those huge standalone episode series. But they're always, like, quite detailed and, like, you know, really kind of serious crime-driven but like looking back to the 80s and 90s at one point Murder She Wrote and Magnum P.I. and those shows were like the biggest shows on TV yeah. and Diagnosis Murder Diagnosis Murder I love them Angela Lansby was the highest paid actress on TV and this is exactly slotting into that the much more fun light-hearted okay somebody dies but like it's silly like the fun, and that's, the, yeah. that's the kind of murder mystery I want to watch I don't want to watch something and I know I mentioned NCIS like not that I really watch that and it, I'm sure that's still pretty light hearted but, but this is pure fun as and, if there's yeah. no there's no evidence that's yeah, the thing in the, in the noughties it became these like uh, exactly, forensic yeah. detail yeah, things you whereas, evidence. whereas before it was all about the deduction the deduction and then yeah. you get someone to confess I, you, you, you wrote with your left hand yeah. but you said you were right handed <laughs> and then the person goes ah you got me you got me always um, uh, so anyway yeah this just plays into that and it's just fun okay, honestly I think any age group would enjoy it as well but yeah before we get to spoilers Dave's going to shout out to a couple of our lovely Patreon subscribers who yes. subscribe over at thecinemile.com forward slash Patreon where we do retro movie reviews and TV reviews and we cannot thank everyone enough who's uh popped over and donated the price of a coffee a month to hear us talk about things like True Lies, E.T., Princess Bride, Chernobyl, Black Mirror, loads of stuff. And you get all that as an extra podcast feed, an extra secret bonus podcast feed just for you. Called the Cinemile High Club. Uh, so with that. a big thank you to uh, some of our new subscribers. Uh, well, not new. We're, we're trying to get this so many. We're Backlog. still trying to get through you guys. <laughs> Um, Verity Halliday thank you very much Michael Willoughby big thanks to you uh, David White who may or may not be my boss um, I've been meaning to ask him if that's him um, uh, Richard which is an interesting one what's uh, Irish or Richard like <laughs> Richard <laughs> it's, it's, but it sounds like some sort of noble Arthurian legend 
Or if you went the to a quiz school like Rishtard. me, it sounds like the Irish for Richard. Okay, sorry, Rishtard. Rishtard. Uh, well, here's Rishtard, sorry. <laughs> Don't um, speak Irish, uh, in case you can't tell. Well, I know this next name, Cloda McCarthy. That one I can say. Hello, Cloda. Well um, done, Dave. And also thank you to Aidan Dolby and Oliver Martell. Right. Over to the most famous of streets. Spoiler Street. Spoiler Street. Um, Let's talk spoilers. Okay, Luke Evans <laughs> is a wonderful comedic actor. Yeah, wasn't uh, used enough. Wasn't used enough, yeah. But then, I to totally be fair, agree. it's like we already said the, the two leads of equal billing and it's a 90-minute movie. Like, there's only so much space you can give, like, the third person. He, yeah, and he did a lot with what he was given. As did Gemma Arterton. I, I thought she was... She was really good. She was good. Yeah. Um, David Luke Williams Evans, got let, nothing to do. Let, David Williams, I don't nothing. rate as an actor anyway. I'm sorry. But he I, may as well have not been there. And also, what was his character? He was just a. His footnote. character was nothing. His yeah. character was literally nothing. And and he he gave, but he also gave nothing to it. Um, Luke Evans, for anyone who hasn't seen the revised Beauty and the Beast, the live action one, he plays Gaston, and it is like a joy from start to finish. Like watching him be Gaston was one of my favorite experiences of the last few years in cinema. Just, he was magnificent. And um, so anyway, he's fantastic in this. And I really enjoyed kind of basically the movie the movie starts in like Dave said it wasn't great at the start. And um it starts with Adam Sander. We kind of learn that he's a cop, but he's pretended he's passed the detective exam to his wife. Um, but he's not a detective so there's a bit of deceit at the very beginning which allowed for a cameo of Sue from Veep which I enjoyed where she was kind of slagging him off and calling him a detective in front of his wife for me all of this didn't. They, I wish they just got to the murder well, but I, I think they needed the setup. like you needed to establish like Rebecca or not Rebecca Jennifer is like a hairdresser he's a police they are which they I are hard of money they don't have money um, they're yeah, married the, 15 years you, he's never given her anything in 15 years like I think that setup was necessary but it could have been done better yeah, but you can yeah well, my point is you can establish those things a lot better than this awful ham-fisted hair salon scene where yeah that was really bad they're basically leaning so hard into gender stereotypes and they're I like thought, oh honey your man needs to treat you better like that kind of thing I can't so even I thought, trust I my love, man to do the dishes I would love Jennifer Aniston to do my hair because I actually think she'd be an amazing hairdresser because she's always had like the best hair in Hollywood yeah but she hardly does her own hair so maybe yeah, but you, you can't have her well, you want good. her hairdresser to I do your hair I want her to do her. my hair because I think like we'd be really good friends if we hung out as well on a separate note yeah you'd be sitting around the hair salon <laughs> saying my god Dave never treats me well I'm supposed to be married I would be like we're years. married 15 years and he's never brought me to Europe which is weird because we live in Europe but like alright here's the thing I buy I'll buy that he didn't do the Europe thing or, or forgot about it or whatever but I don't buy that anybody is stupid enough to buy an Amazon gift card for the 15th wedding anniversary like that you know do you know what I mean like he would have that, that's setting that's setting an unrealistically low bar for any like I, suddenly he didn't feel like, like a real character in that moment well I thought it was interesting that he was buying an Amazon gift card because it's a Netflix show I was like ooh competitor yeah interesting um, but anyway we're completely digressing but then Once it might have been a bit thing. unusual if he bought her a year's subscription to Netflix <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like a pretty crap kid. Um, but when they're, once they're on the plane, I really enjoyed watching them in like coach, as they say in America, because these two never fly coach. Like, these two are multimillionaires. And we know that Jennifer Aniston is the face of Emirates first class. So <laughs> yeah. She ain't flying no coach. Yeah. And I, but I did enjoy the scene where she asked for... Um, like it, I think we, they really established they've no money. She asked for um, earplugs. 
and the air hostess is like oh that would be like nine dollars and then Jennifer Aniston just goes into first class and steals a pair of earbuds off somebody um, and then Adam Sandler orders a beer at first class and it was 16 euro I know that was a, that was a, really but, shocked me to my core but it made no sense because in first class like the booze is included you don't pay for a beer in first class yeah that doesn't make sense once in our lives um, we lived in Australia for five years and we used to fly back and forth kind of every year so we accrued a lot of points in the five years we lived there and on our very last flight when we left Australia we had enough Emirates points to get to business on one leg of the flight so like best flight ever but yeah we weren't paying for the drinks but you don't even pay for drinks in economy with Emirates like so I don't know what like you get all your drink included so Who I were know they what, flying? Was it a real airline? But it makes no sense if they were flying such a budget airline that then the budget airline had a, like a beautiful bar that like this millionaire was flying in. Anyway. Anyway, also, why did he invite them if if not to? Like, I thought the whole time that he'd invited them to pin the murders on them. No, I think he just invited them because well, a Jennifer Aniston's like the hottest woman on the planet, so he probably took a shining to her, and b he just enjoyed their like regular Joe shtick. Uh, just I don't know. I don't buy. I didn't. I didn't quite like. Get it's like it. they're a novelty. But I didn't quite, quite get a sense of, like, Henry Cavendish's character. Do you know what I, I mean, mean? of course you didn't. It's a 90-minute rom-com, like, produced by Adam Sandler. It's a rom-com adventure <laughs> um, But anyway, once so Luke Evans invites him onto the, like, his uncle's yacht, because the uncle stole his girlfriend and he's marrying the girlfriend, and then they all go on the yacht, and we were like, oh, so the uncle's going to be awful and someone's going to murder him. And it happened really quickly. <laughs> But I like Lights that, out, knife in. I like that it just played out yeah. as expected. Yeah, like, same. It, I wanted not, that to happen. You don't really expect surprises no. at this stage. No, you like it has to be the baddie that everyone is motive against. What surprised me was how quickly they got off the boat. I had actually thought that the whole murder mystery, in like the truest form of that kind of murder mystery, would have all been set on the boat. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know why it wasn't I don't think that it did it any favours once they left the boat I wonder if they had some sort of sponsorship with like Formula One because or the Europe Tourist Board or... yeah there's a lot of Formula One mentions and visual placement in this um, but yeah I, I mean it was just fun and then they all kind of start dying one by one well and... there was a very prominent Ferrari towards the end yeah there was like, clear, like clearly a lot of product placement in it but yeah that was my own I say my only kind of quibble is that I think they should have um, I think they should have said it all in the boat what do you think um I mean I'm, I, I don't know I don't like it's just to be true to the genre you know yeah I thought, but I thought it was fine it was like the little travel country hopping thing worked out okay sorry We'll go this way. Sorry, it's really difficult the, in suburban Surrey to record a cinema because you're just banging buggies with other people. Just non-stop buggy action. <laughs> it's literally buggy traffic jams as we're doing this. I don't even know. I don't really have much to There's say. There's not about much to say about it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, it's fun, and what's really fun is like I thought this was genuinely fun. At the um, you've got to stop saying that word yeah, over and over. At the on the plane when Jennifer Aniston is reading her murder mystery and um, Adam Sandler goes, "It was the butler who did it. It's always the butler who did it." Um, what was really fun at the end is that the person with the surname Butler actually had done it. Yeah, that's I mean, a, come on, that was a nice little. Like, I got a yeah. little. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was fun. I really liked them as a but couple. Like, I just really enjoyed watching them, and the, I yes, total caper. Go off and watch it. They didn't like. I I did enjoy their easy rapport. I thought the the character stuff they they tried to work in for them to create conflict, like him lying to her about the police exam 
didn't really amount to anything. It just ge- it, it just gave you that expected moment of conflict later yeah, in the third I, act. But, I but then that, that doesn't really resolve very well. Yeah, it's but just I like, enjoyed oh, them because they're you. like they're a married couple. They're together fifteen years. They're obviously like pretty happily married, right? So there's no kind of inherent conflict in the relationship. And when she finds out that he's been lying about being a detective, she just says to him, "But why are you lying to me? Like we can get through this together." Like. It, yeah. I think it's a normal react. Like if I found out you were lying about something like that to me, something relatively trivial, because you were embarrassed and trying to save face, not because you were being malicious or like you know cheating on me or something. Like I get it. Um, I, just, I would be under like I'd be relatively understanding. Not you telling me that you got a pay rise and lying about it and like bankrupting us for this holiday. But like I, th- I think her reaction was kind of normal, and I think I'm glad they didn't overplay it because that would have been silly if she'd gone off and like shagged Luke Evans or something. Fine. Look, I mean, I just don't. I don't have enough energy to even <laughs> man to criticism <laughs> yeah. at this movie or try and make it better. Like, I don't think... I think this movie is as good as it was ever going to be. It's better this than probably, I thought it would be. Well, exactly. Yeah. This is probably the best version of of this <laughs> of this whole idea that we were ever going to get yeah. from, from the Happy Gilmore company. Yeah. Which sounds like a really backhanded compliment. But I, I, did, I did think this was good. I laughed yeah, quite we laughed a lot. Loads. I got... And when they first announced that they were doing all these Adam's under Netflix movies, we were the first to like groan our eyes and groan. But you know what? We've been proven wrong. I just hope they all have Jennifer Aniston in them. There's some good gags in this. The sex machina, the sex machina funny, one got like, me. Yeah, that was funny. And what was the other movie? She was in Princess Blowdark. Yeah, funny. <laughs> like, um, that got me. Yeah. Okay, go on. Everyone, go off and enjoy it if you haven't watched it already. And uh, if you haven't already done so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review we would really appreciate it um, yeah you basically go in search the cinema and you can click five stars and that would be amazing thank you so much and thanks for listening yeah th- let us know what you thought of uh, yeah because we know well you'll have all seen it because apparently everyone in the world is watching this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's going to be our highest rated episode ever at the cinema on Twitter so welcome to all our hundreds and thousands of new listeners yeah who are Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston fans <laughs> yeah. who can't get enough of this movie yeah. and need to hear people talking about it I actually couldn't get enough of it that's why I went to watch the trailer because I was like ooh I wonder if they have any kind of behind the scenes or like DVD extras because I wanted to see some and then no really? it, was, it was just the trailer which I watched kind of pathetically yeah. so yeah I would watch it behind the scenes on this but anyway you would? I would yeah oh god okay bye alright well I'll get you the DVD of this for, you, for your birthday <laughs> thank you and you get me X-Men Dark Phoenix I don't think you, they release DVDs of movies that are on Netflix permanently when you have a oh, Netflix subscription good question yeah I really don't yeah, think so probably not okay bye if only you could get Netflix on DVD form okay bye bye I don't want to give it away it was the butler Mother did it. Leave my books alone, okay? Just let me read. Timber. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.